What's going on, everybody? You're listening to the High Performance Producer Podcast, where we give you the catalyst to enhance your music career and stop procrastination through actionable strategies. Join myself, Cody, and my co-host, Jared, on a journey to unlock your true potential and gain the skills of self-confidence, discipline, self-control, and the grit needed to optimize your musical journey. What is going on, everybody? Coming at you here today with another episode of the High Performance Producer Podcast, where we're going to be giving you a couple of tips on how to grow your audience, a little more macro-level strategies on some things that you can do, um, whether you're a beginner or whether you're somebody that's a little more into it and just trying to get a few more people to tip over into that that fan base of yours or that audience that you're growing, whether it be on social media or whether it be in person. So um, the first tip that I kind of want to dive into you for everyone today, and it's probably the biggest one, which is why we're just going to get right into it, is being consistent with not only your creation process, but the output of that creation. So if you're making music every day, which is something that you probably should be doing at this point, especially if you're trying to market your music to an audience, is that you have to be able to show your work. And this could literally just be posting yourself uh, on social medias, again, such as Instagram, or another one that's been huge for music recently has been TikTok, or again, Facebook, all these other platforms. But by putting your music up there, it's a free platform that you can show off your stuff. And again, if you're making this music anyway, it's really easy to just show it off and literally record yourself doing it, or maybe just to put up the WAV file. It could be something that's really simple. Um, so make sure that you're showing off your work and being consistent with it. And then the second part of that is making sure that you're actually releasing consistently as well. So it's not just enough to put up work, whether that be once every day or once a week or whatever it happens to be. Um, again, whatever is sustainable for you, that's that's the other part about making this content that I'll get into. But you need to be able to release it on <clears throat> things like streaming platforms or maybe hitting up people that are uh, bloggers or people that are on YouTube reviewing albums, people that are in your space that are doing the thing that uh, you are related to. So this way they can help promote your project. And it's a win-win situation usually if you make something good that's enjoyable for the audience to listen to, or if you have a sample pack that you're trying to release that is good sounds for the audience to use. Um, it's easy to reach out to these people and say, hey, if you want to use this thing, or hey, if you tell your audience to use this thing, we can work together and have some sort of, again, a win-win scenario. So the biggest thing is to make sure that, again, in the releases, in your content, for me, is to be consistent. And uh, a little, I guess, quick story that I'll tell about what being consistent did for me is throughout when I first started, um, I guess just to get into the music creation, uh, I'll go through it quickly. Uh, I have very little background in terms of actually making music. I, I was just a, a drummer. So actually learning that entire process took a lot of time and it took a lot of patience, took a lot of, again, consistency. But eventually when you built up the, again, or I built up, this consistent routine to make the music, it got to the point where, again, I had to show it off, right? So now that I eventually got to the point of being consistent, showing it off and posting it on something like Instagram, I posted every single day for a year of the beats that I was making. Nothing too crazy. And occasionally when I couldn't make a beat, maybe I'll post a picture of a vinyl or things of this nature, <clears throat> things that were a little easier to produce for myself that I was um, typically doing anyway, because I'm always listening to records, for example, or things like, um, that I'm also personally interested in, such as like handwriting. So I'd show that off. Again, just consistently putting out material though for the audience to stay entertained by. And through that, I was able to develop an audience of um, 
over 5,000 people in that year, as well as getting over thousands of downloads on my sample packs in that year. So it was, again, to me, that was, I would say, a pretty good year. And it literally all came from doing one, one thing a day, just one, and releasing one thing every single month. Um, so again, whatever's sustainable for you, that was probably the one tip that had the biggest impact for me on actually growing my audience and growing people to use the things that I was putting out. So again, whether you're somebody that's maybe dropping projects or somebody that's dropping sample packs or merchandise, whatever it happens to be, something that you're trying to help connect with your audience, make sure that you're doing it consistently. So I know my man Cody also has been making music for forever at this point and has um, been consistent in various projects and also is consistent in a lot of things outside of the music as well. But what is one thing for you that has really helped you to grow your audience? Uh, and again, um, this maybe more macro level strategy yeah. thinking. Yeah, well, well, first, I just want to say the quote that long-term consistency beats short-term intensity every single time. And, and Jared, your, your story is inspirational and it was awesome to be able to connect with you when you were I think he had 300 followers on Instagram and to, to watch the explosive growth that you had, it was um, inspirational and it also validating, uh, validating for that, uh, for the, for strategies that, that simply involve consistency. And um, once again, I, I can't overstate the, the quote of long-term consistency beats short-term intensity every single time. Um, 100%. And, and, and for me, uh, as soon as I entered the lo-fi and chill hop world and started releasing under my moniker summit one, I, all of my success came from my, my consistent releases. So uh, I, I messed around with several different release strategies on Spotify. So weekly or bi-weekly releases and all of that was intended to one, build a fan base, but two, get my music in front of the, the Spotify playlist curators as often as possible. Um, and so looking at it from a micro level perspective, I was also Im implementing collaborations with larger artists who had larger followings. And um, it, it was a strategy that I continue to, to mess around with today. But that that allowed me to go from zero monthly listeners on Spotify with Summit One to uh, over 400,000 monthly listeners. Um, and that was all through consistent releases and um, just strategic release strategies that, uh, once again, all just boil down to, to being consistent. And you, you can't have consistent releases unless you're consistently creating music. But once you have building block number one taken care of, then you just figure out that release strategy and you just continue to go. And um, that, that just allows you to, to connect with your fans on a consistent basis. And um, when you start building up your fan base, like they want to hear your music. They want to hear your art. And so everybody that's listening, think of your favorite artist. Think of your favorite artist. Think of your favorite podcaster. Think of your favorite um, television show, whatever it is. There's, you're, you're always wanting more. And yes, there's the anticipation factor that that comes in with with releases, but um, you want to feel that anticipation every week or every two weeks or every month. Or if your favorite artist is working on an album, like you might know like four months out and the anticipation builds, but you're expecting that artist to drop 15 tracks. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and so that's just a, a, a great way to engage with them. And then for a lot of artists, the the content creation aspect is uh, is sometimes not that intriguing. You know, I I know a lot yeah. of artists that that don't necessarily um, want they're they're turned off essentially by creating social media content. And what I tell them every time is, your music is the content. 
Mm-hmm. Your your I releases really are the content, so you can use snippets of your track. You can use just a video of you jamming over your track. Whatever it is, just utilize. You can utilize your your art as the content itself. So don't don't think of social media marketing and, and being consistent with the post as, as being something something completely separate from your artistic identity. And be mm-hmm. figure out ways to infuse both and. Um, doing it in a way that that feels authentic, it feels good, and um, and and Jared, I, I know we we share that sentiment, but there's uh, like marketing is a beautiful, beautiful thing, especially if it used correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you 100% said it, and you definitely have to make sure that you're using it appropriately, and like you said, using it in an authentic way, and making sure that you're showing up as whoever you want to be, especially. And I know, like you were saying, a lot of artists might be turned off by it. But I like to think about it of uh, the sense of making sure that you're making marketing that your family would be proud of, so to speak, or things that you could make and you could literally show to everybody and say like, hey, would you enjoy the fact that I made this almost? Like, does this entice you? And things of that nature. And um, where this quote comes from of uh, marketing your family can be proud of is a guy named David Ogilvy. For anybody who wants to do or start in marketing, I would definitely, or, or advertising and stuff like that, definitely look into him. He's one of the um, starters, I guess, not not, not the starters, or one of the older people in the, the industry that you can definitely look at. Uh, so he always said that, and it was something that stuck in my head in terms of anything that I'm putting out. I personally think about it as like, I want it to be like a Walt Disney experience for these people. Like I want it to be something that's like so good. And that when they see it, even if it is marketing, it's more about the experience that the marketing Mm -hmm. entails and what that actually provides for the audience and making sure that um, in some way you're using it to connect with them in a real, again, authentic way and making sure that through whatever messaging that you're providing, you're giving them value to solve their problem or to, again, help them save time in our case, whether it be through a sample pack or whether it be teaching them certain habits in order to double the amount of music that they create because now they have more time in the day. Um, All of these things can really attribute to making sure that uh, a producer is, again, in our case, being more high performance. But those are all things that I would consider valuable. So if I can make sure that I'm providing people with that and that that's what my message is and that that's the thing that I'm, again, proud of, I'll continue to do it. And like you were saying, just showing the work behind it. Uh, like you, for you, for example, you're waking up at 5 a.m. every single morning going on these runs. So to take a picture of the sunrise, for us, it's beautiful to see the sunrise and it's like a show, it's showing the dedication of your work. And it's, this isn't something that just started. This is something that's mm-hmm. been in your blood since uh, more or less the the farm kid and yeah. the wrestler and all these things. And like similar for myself, since like playing baseball and going through, again, like engineering school, all these things, they build up a certain sense of, of uh, grit uh, in that sense. But um, to get back to like the point of, of growing your audience, make sure you're using stuff and saying stuff that's again authentic, but is helping out the audience and, and making sure that it's things that they have an experience with and that provides them with a lot of value. Um, but anything else that you want to say on, on, on that point of making sure that you're, what you're putting forward is authentic? Yeah, well, I just want to touch on uh, an analogy that's going to apply to, to both of us. So me being a, a farm kid from Iowa and you being a baseball player, I think both of us have a uh, reasonable appreciation for the film Field of Dreams, which was is, of course, a, a baseball film that was uh, based in Iowa. And one of the most famous quotes, probably the most famous quote that came out of that movie is, uh, if you build it, they will come. 
and it was it was beautiful in regards to uh, the storyline of the movie, but it is absolutely there's, there's detrimental. It's <laughs> yeah, it's, there's a reason it's a movie because it's absolutely detrimental to uh, to marketing and and what we need to do as artists because. Uh, there's so many artists and producers out there that that are only thinking about the creation process from that lens of if I create it, the fans will come. And that's just simply not the case. You you have to be intentional about about creating a fan base, driving traffic to your music, to your sample packs, to your project, uh, and then continuing to build and develop those relationships over time. So if there's anybody mm-hmm. out there that, that absolutely loves that quote, you can still continue to love that quote, but don't love it in regards to marketing. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I guess the... Uh, I, I'm, do enjoy that movie as well, but I say that to people all the time with that quote. It's like it's not true, especially in today's day and age. And I guess like uh, I'm not sure if you into baseball at all, but they actually did a Field of Dreams like this past year. And obviously, there's a lot of marketing and stuff that goes into mm-hmm. making that happen and making sure that people show up. They can't just make that field and hope that people show up when they put the game there, you know. But again, which ideally- it was beautiful. That was gorgeous. That, 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 that's what I was actually about to say. It was, it was really awesome. For anybody that's actually like a baseball fan, it was really awesome to, to actually see that happen for them to bring that to life. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if, you, if you're into that stuff. A little but Jared, topic, when did, but, so when did Field of Dreams come out? Like 1994-ish? I couldn't even tell you. Hey, Long time gonna, ago. Yeah, so we're going to look that we up. We got the power of Google nowadays. <laughs> uh, Field of Dreams. Uh, so 1989. So it took 32 years for there to actually be an MLB game there. So they built wow. it, and people well, came it. 30 years <laughs> later. Yeah. No, that uh, hey shows you the power. Yeah, it shows, shows you the power hey, of a good movie. Yeah, power of a good movie. But it it still took 30 years for for any for them to actually uh, capitalize on. Um, on that location, so um, people, uh, every, everybody, t- everybody tuning in. Um, you have to do more than create your art. Yes, become the best artist that you can possibly be, but but then of course implement the strategies that we're talking about and and drive drive ears and eyeballs to your projects, so you can start developing mm-hmm. those authentic relationships with the people that are going to appreciate the music that you create. Yeah, you said it, man, and that's a good way to uh, bring it back to to topic. Um, so I guess to kind of recap with with all those things that you just said as well, um, I'll go on that last point first, uh, just to hit the nail on the head while we're still on and make sure that you're making marketing that your family would be proud of. Again, a quote from David Ogilvy, making sure that you're staying authentic to your true self. The next part is making sure, and the first thing that we talked about is being consistent and making sure that you're actually showing the work that you're doing. If you're making this stuff, make sure that you're putting it out in order to find ways to grow an audience. And we'll probably get a little bit more into certain social media tactics or certain marketing tactics. But these are, again, more macro-level strategies you can use. And the last one, and probably one of the more important fun ones, is once you start growing that audience and posting consistently and doing all these things consistently is to engage with the audience and make sure that they're having a great experience with whatever it is that you're providing. Um, anything else that you want to add on top of that? Jared, I think that's enough baseball and Iowa references for me. <laughs> it's a good, good way to put it. <laughs> Hopefully the people enjoyed them though. Yeah, I think, I think they did. Um, yeah. Once again, everybody tuning in, it's uh, the, 
this isn't rocket science. If just just follow the strategies that that we're laying out. And of course, I, I want to open the door. If you if you do have further questions or if you've struggled with marketing in the past, I uh, reach out to us. Hit us up at High Performance Producers. Hit us up on Instagram, and we'll uh, we'd love to talk marketing strategy with you and um, try to try to help you drive traffic to. Uh, to the art that you're creating. So hopefully you can you can drive revenue from the art that you're creating and, and fulfill the dream of being a full-time musician. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or if you just want to shoot us a message about uh, the field of dreams or just uh, <laughs> tell us that you really like that quote. <laughs> but no, uh, again, appreciate it, everyone, if you made it this far in this episode, especially after that little rant. Uh, appreciate, the, appreciate you guys listening and hopefully you guys look forward to the next episode. Peace. Yeah, much love, everyone. <laughs>